A new sacrifice comes to you. nothing clever today but that's fine because hi hello welcome to another episode of here comes a new challenger a fighting game podcast um where it is third times the charm this week because we're talking about the strife beta that literally just ended yesterday i am garrett and i am joined by brandon today hello there i am back it is it is literally only us because austin is on a road trip i don't know where he's going i don't think he mentioned i think he just said road trip so he's exploring around either the whole U.S. or literally just Texas because it takes a whole day to get out of here. And then Troy had his uh, second COVID shot today, so he is feeling tired. And chances are he's going to feel really bad either tomorrow or at the end of the day, like me. Yeah. I hope that I have it a bit better because I'm getting my next shot in a couple of weeks, so... Yeah, I think you should be fine. Um, if it's I forgot, is it Pfizer? Yeah, it's Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you'll be fine. Um, I do know that it usually comes the bad, the really bad stuff happens the day after. You get it. The first day you're gonna just be tired. I think you might get a headache, but that's literally it. And then the next day you'll start getting some of the bad side effects if you get them. And that's mainly gonna be like chills, um, headache. And like a fever, probably. And we're feeling tired. It's going to be those things, I think. Hopefully you're not like me and you don't also get your throat murdered while doing that. Yeah. So my throat just started hurting for like that whole week. It was miserable. <laughs> Which I think might have just been either allergies or an allergic reaction to the second shot. I don't know why that would happen because I didn't have a reaction to the first one, but whatever. We'll have to see. What the... Yeah. We will find out. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, but now I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my mind blanked out. How was your week? That is the thing we always start with. All right. So, my week, I've done only really two things. Yeah, pretty much only two things, which was Stride Beta. We'll, we'll talk about that later. And then the second was I finally beat Amori. Uh, oh, nice. I put in quite a few hours and finished that up. And I'm going to do the second route eventually. But, like, the game does a good job of once you beat the first route, you really aren't looking forward to doing the second route. I'm not going to compare to like <laughs> Undertale Genocide, but something like sort of similar where like after beating the first route, you're like, oh, on the next route, oh no, that's going to suck. Like it's going to feel awful. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a Mori. It's like just a whole lot of, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It, but uh, how was it though finishing it up? Yeah, 
it was uh, I I love I love the ending though there was definitely one part where I went to a certain space that uh, I was not having a good time. That is one of the first times a horror game has made me like visibly recoil from like discomfort of seeing something, and also made me like want to throw up because I was actually like caught off guard by some of the disturbing stuff that happened. It was. It was pretty crazy at some points, but uh, I, I really liked it. it. It knew how to not overstay its welcome with some of the disturbing stuff. And not just go... Yeah, and that's what I've heard. Yeah. Like, it just does a decent, like, a decent slash good job at, like, being able to, like, handle that horror stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... it's th- it just doesn't go... It's not like most, like, I guess, horror things that's like, hey, we're just gonna keep going. Yeah, It's like, because it's like, it's like a psychological horror, but it's like, it doesn't treat yeah. itself as horror. It's like, well, it does, but like, the, the horror normally is like moments or areas that you just sort of get through, and then it goes back to like cheery stuff or like transitions. I guess the more, the farther you go through the game, like the more the, like the horror side of it, like mm-hmm. sort of starts to blend with like the um, earthbound goofy side. I think they do a good job where it's like there's some moments that definitely will catch you off guard but it's not like anything that lingers too long so that it starts to become like yeah 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 and either too bad or just like outdone where you just kind of like I guess maybe get um desensitized I guess in a way yeah uh yeah so that was that was a good chunk of time not too much but it was a good chunk and then the other let's see what else did i do just labbing random fighting games uh tunnel fire zero uh maiden spell not too much and then yeah mostly just drive data i did all weekend so pretty pretty simple week for me hell yeah yeah my week was relatively simple too um i do know i did a lot of uh working last week and what did i do outside of that oh yeah i am still continuing the uh struggle of finishing stormblood and ff14 i'm almost done i have like five i think five quests left before i start shadowbringers which i keep hearing is the best expansion so i'm looking forward to that yeah Sometimes you just go to surely and then I'm, yeah, to plow through it. Yeah. But at least the writing is getting better now because I think it's gearing up for Shadowbringers. And then I also really, really appreciate um, if you pre order Shadowbringer, which, uh, not pre and and Walker, which I did, you get like a 30% XP boost, I believe, until level 80, which is right now is the cap. So it gives you the ability to catch up with other um, classes if you want to, which I've been using to try to make the number go up on my white mage. Yeah. Since that's nice. what I started with. Yeah. I started with white mage and then I dropped it immediately. I hit the second I hit level 50 so I could play uh, red mage. Did you not unlock red, mage, red mage from the start or you just decided where to play red mage? No, it's weird. Different. Nah. Um, how it works is that the expansion classes aren't unlocked until later. 
and Red Mage is an expansion class for that came out with Stormblood, I believe. I think it was Red Mage and Samurai that launched with it. And typically, it's like you you get start them at a certain level. Um, the classes you pick at the very beginning of the game, I think, are like Monk, Paladin, White Mage, Black Mage, Summoner. I think Summoner, Dragoon. I there's like some other one. Oh yeah, Thief, Bard. And there might slash ninja, and that might be like something else I'm missing, but that's like the general ones. And then in Heaven's War, they added in Astrologian and Mechanist and Dark Knight, and all those start at level 35 when you when you find the quest for them, which those ones were found inside of Heaven's War itself. And then with Stormblood, you get Samurai and Red Mage, but you don't have to go to the Stormblood like areas to get them. You get those in I'm trying to think that Ulda, which is like one of the three hub towns or whatever. And those start at level 50. So you have to be level 50 to become a red mage or become a samurai. And then I believe when you hit level 70, you have to go to Gridania, which is the other one of the other hub towns. It's like the foresty one in order to get the gunbreaker. Which was the, I think it was like one of the only classes added with uh, Shadowbringers, which was the, basically just a gunblade class. Mm -hmm. So you can live out your your uh, fantasy of being uh, Squall, I guess. Which is a tank. Which is really weird. <laughs> so I just think of gunblade, I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably going to be a DPS, nah. It's a tank. Yeah, really weird, but, it yeah. makes sense to me either, but... <laughs> Yeah, and then in Walker, I'm assuming um, you're going to have to be level 80 to get the next two classes, which are the... I don't know, I can't remember what the next new healer is called, but they're basically a Gundam character. Because <laughs> they have, like, the... You know those, um... Have you ever seen anything from Gundam? Uh, clips of it, but I don't really know okay. what's going on too much, no. Okay, so have you ever seen clips where, like mini turrets can like detach off of a Gundam and act independently. Yeah. 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 You're you're a healer that has those. Okay. I believe they're called funnels in Gundam. I don't know I can't remember what that class is called. You'll probably just need to Google FF14 Endwalker healer class and you'll find it. But that looks really cool. I actually do want to try that out because I like White Mage for the most part, despite some of the stress. Um, and then they're also adding in a new DPS with N Walker, which is Reaper and is just a Bloodborne character because <laughs> you get like a siphon everything. Cool. So that's really looking, neat. Look it up right now. Sage is the name of the healer. Sage. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm really excited to try out Sage and Reaper. I'm assuming, I mean, there's like. A section that they haven't put any characters yet. I don't think they put any of the new classes in. No, they did. Never mind. They put Dancer, I think, in Lima, Lima Limosa slash Linosha. But yeah, there will probably be in the Endwalker area then. On the moon. You're going to the moon now, I guess. Reaper looks really cool. Like you do in like a lot of Final Fantasy games, surprisingly enough. Like, that's the end game for FF4. You go to the moon. I mean, why not? What? Yeah, sure. 
Every just RPG put has there, to, put it on the moon. Every RPG has to end with you killing God, so why not go to space? Yeah, when I go to the moon. It's ridiculous, but yeah, looking forward to that. Slowly playing more of it. Um, I'm hoping to hit uh, the beat ups that beat and finish Shadowbringers by. Oh God, what? When does it launch? Like November, I think, is whenever um, Endwalker launches. So I just have a few months, which isn't too bad. But I just have to get through that. And then hopefully play for the near raids, which I actually am really excited for now that I beat Automata. And I'm working for Replicant, which I played more of over the week as well. That's good. It's still pretty great. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of quest, uh, main plot-related stuff, though, because I did a lot of side quests, because that game has a lot. And I spent a lot of time fishing. Because that game has a really expansive fishing side quest for some reason. The classic fishing after, mini game. Yeah, because you talk to an old man and then he's like, yo, you got to fish 10 sardines for me. And so you do that. And then he's like, I'm going to teach you some fishing techniques. And then like it just says three days later. Where he just literally forced uh, Brother Near to fish for three days straight. So then he can get a. Uh, increases fisher fishing thing and then like that keeps going up and i think like the recent one i did it ends up being like a few weeks later like he's just forcing near to uh to fish it's great i love it yeah that's great um i played a little bit of uh, no more heroes 2 again i beat the first actual assassin in the game nathan copeland and I don't know how to feel about the game right now. It's different from the first one in a lot of ways. Because vertical and horizontal, again, are replaced by light and heavy attacks, basically. Yeah. Which is fine, but enemies feel tankier for some reason. Like, they take a little bit more... Like, the basic fodder takes a little bit more abuse to kill in this game rather than in uh, the first one. Which is odd, but I'm sure if I just keep buying all the upgrades, it won't be that big of a deal. Um... There's that. Uh, I'm not too big on the whole area either because I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a pretty simple one like the first area in um, Normal Heroes 1 because this this one just feels like that. No, you do you kill people in the hotel lobby, then you go up an elevator, and then after you go up the elevator, you're then being shot at by a helicopter that's outside shooting like rockets directly into the hotel trying to kill you. And this is like the first assassin mission, so it's like a little bit ridiculous already right off the bat. Which I don't know how to feel about. I really enjoyed the um the subtle ridiculousness in one. How it was like a build-up, and then you run to like Destroy Man, which is like a deranged superhero with a crotch laser, and then like Buster Granny, I can't remember her name, actual name, might be Buster Granny actually. Or she just has a massive laser that you had to avoid for the entire area. That's cool. And those are, like, later on in No More Heroes 1. The first ones are like, oh, we gotta kill this guy who's in a mansion, and then you have to go to a baseball stadium. So they're starting off really fast with the uh, the crazy. I'm kind of wondering if they're gonna keep going, or if they're gonna reel it back and then just, like, have, like, a roller coaster style of, like, rising and falling craziness. But yeah, I'm liking it so far. I'm really hoping that, like, I end up liking it more than one, but right now I don't know. And then I played a little bit of uh, Fire Emblem Fates again. And yeah, that's Fire Emblem. Fates is uh, Korin's game? Yeah, that's Korin's okay, game. Okay, yeah. 
Birthright or Conquest. And Birthright Conquest and then Revelation, I think is the third one. Yeah. I remember I got Conquest and then I was un uh under leveled and I had a mission where you have to use the protagonist, but the protagonist I didn't level up a single time. And so I couldn't complete the mission. I was basically locked out of the game and had to restart from oh, scratch because I didn't know how to sounds... grind. <laughs> I don't think you can grind. In yeah, I don't think you can. I think it just once a no, battle is over, like you get limited. The next one. Yeah. So it's like yeah, uh, conquest is a lot more like a classic Fire Emblem game where it's like you don't really get much time to grind. Yeah. And there's limited XP and limited gold, which is. Sounds like, you're like, hey, people were complaining about Awakening and being too easy, so let's make a game like Awakening, which is Birthright, which is what I'm playing right now, because I just liked the designs of the characters a lot more on the Birthright side. I'm like, I'll go for this one. Yeah. And then Conquest is like, here's a hard, more quote-unquote hardcore thing for fans of more classic Fire Emblem games, and people who want to be able to like work with limited resources, which... I'm sure that's going to end up stressing me out because I spend so much time grinding when I play Birthright. I spend like 30 minutes just getting all the characters that I want to play up to like an average level of like, oh man, if it's level 11 when I start, I want to get them all to level 12 or 13. Because that's just how I play, so I'm really wondering how Conquest is going to yeah. go for me. But yeah, Birthright is decent. It's Fire Emblem. Maybe I should play it sometime. I didn't know there was a difference, so like... I got it for Christmas. My parents got it for me, and yeah. I just got Conquest, and I didn't really like it. Also, I didn't really, like, I think, like, oh, with Conquest, like, you know, these Nor guys, they seem like the bad guys because it's Conquest. I'm sure they'll be the good guys in this story. No, no. Even when they're on your side, they're still complete jerks to you, and they still love killing things. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't they, know why I want to They do not like them. you because you're, like... They don't like you because you're adopted, basically. Yeah, like, there's one nice character, the little girl, like, the little sister. She's, like, the one nice character on North Side. Like, yeah. that was, like, the biggest thing that made me not ever want to, like, the reason I didn't ever finish Conquest was just, man, I don't really like any of these characters I'm siding with. I want to be on the yeah, other Nor side. Yeah, Nor isn't super, Nor isn't super great, especially since I played the beginning part of uh, Fates, when you get to have to, like, I think it's because I'm playing the special edition, where you have to, like, pick a side or whatever. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, it's just, like, you're learning that your dad and Nor is committing all of these, like, horrible, like, war crimes. Yeah. And he even, like, killed Hector. Not Hector. It's Gunter. Yeah. And everything. I'm like, oh, this is fucking terrible. This dude, this assassin was hired by my dad. And now my dad wants me to kill these uh, Hoshidans. And I don't want to. It's like, oh, man. That's kind of a war criminal. And then, like, literally all the other Nor people are like, shut up, though. He's dad. You can't be one. What are you talking about? And I don't know if it's just like they're pretending not to see the king being all evil and be like, yeah, just kill him. I don't care. Or if they actually just think that Daddy-O is pretty cool. Yeah, and in the Conquest storyline, they're like, like, there's, okay, so like, the mage older brother, not the main one, but the mage older brother. Oh, uh, like, Leo. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dad's evil, but I'm going to betray him later. So just play with it for now. Um, literally, the axe friends. girl with big boobs that anyone cares about. Uh, she is. Camilla, yeah. She literally doesn't like understand anything that's going on. She just loves to kill people and also loves you, like in a creepy way almost. 
And then there's the main dude, yeah. like the main dude from Noah, the your big brother who's uh, like Xander. Man, yeah, Xander. I know that things are I know that Noah's evil, but maybe it isn't that bad. I'm just gonna pretend that nothing's bad is happening and wait and see. Yeah. Just like maybe the war crimes aren't that bad. Maybe you're overreacting a I, little bit. I don't know. I may out I, I it's been a while, but I just remember all of them just being like Really? You guys, I don't like any of you. Yeah, also, I've seen a few of them through, like, Osmosis of Heroes, the the gotcha, and it's like, oh, this character named Perry is like, oh, oh, whenever you pull her, she talks about her name, and like, oh, P is for piercing, E is for, like, another type of, like, execution, R is for rupture. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So yeah, Nora sold the psychopath, so that's uh good to know. That's what I'm getting into. Uh Hoshidans are just I don't think there's many like assholes this on the Hoshidan side. I think it's only like Takumi, Takumi yep. who's an ass to you. He, but I like him. Uh, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, that was like the one like in the intro, you get to be on both sides. And it's like when you're on the Norse yeah. side, man, these guys are jerks. When you're on the Hoshidan side, everyone loves you, everyone's nice, except for Takumi, who's like, you know, I don't mind I wouldn't mind killing him. Like He's not. He's not friendly. He's not fun to be around. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that. Yeah, I think it's just because I like his. I think it's just because I like his design enough to be like, oh yeah, you're cute. That's fine. I think the, it's fine. That you're. You could be a little so bit. Of it, an at least he's like much more understandable of a joke due to the fact that I think he like blames you for your parents' death or uh, something. Yeah. And so like, he's a jerk. But that, least, and then like, like he's just sort of like venting his frustration so it's a bit more understandable yeah it's that and being like oh we had to while you were gone we had to be with a uh a norian or whatever with azula mm-hmm. so i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he doesn't like azula either so it's like oh you're the you're not a real noshinan yeah um all the characters seem really understanding though on that side for sure uh the support conversations are fine. Like, none of them have really made me excited. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, these characters are bonding, I guess, in really weird ways, but whatever. But yeah, I'm going to keep playing it whenever I'm, like, in bed. Because that's a good before-bed game, I feel. Just to get myself tired instead of just doing gotcha. But yeah, that's great. Um, That's basically it for me. All right. However... That means we have a little bit of news to cover. I don't think we're going to talk about some of these a whole lot. They're going to be pretty much glossed over. I guess we'll just start from the least interesting and work our way down. So the first thing is that they announced the next Sam Show character. It's not the Guilty Gear character, sadly. Um, I don't think I didn't see the trailer for him, so I don't know what he does. Uh, his name is Shiro Tokisada Akumar. Shiro Tokisada. Amakusa. Yeah. Amakusa. I have seen uh, he is like the a thumbnail of like the trailer man. or whatever. And that's, yeah, that. Yeah, he's a, he's a mage man. I've not seen anything else. Which looks, he looks all right, I guess. I don't really care if I'm being honest. Just because like they're always the character that I'm somewhat interested in already with Hibiki. Um... Yeah, he looks like he's probably going to be a zoner if I had to guess. I haven't seen his gameplay, obviously, but I do. Hold on. Let me see if there even is a trailer for him. Shiro. 
am sure. Uh, no. I don't think there is. Am I crazy? Yeah, there isn't. It's just a... It, they just announced it via tweet. <laughs> so we literally don't know how he plays. I'm assuming his owner, because he's holding an evil dark fireball. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. That means he's probably not going to be super great. Since I think there's only like one good zoner in that game. Which is um, Tam Tam. I don't know if there's any other good ones. I have not kept up with Sam Show really. Like I know about the new yeah, characters and stuff, but I haven't kept up with uh, how it plays. Yeah, I probably should because I do like the game, but like it's hard. The net play isn't great, and it's like just hard to find stuff on it, honestly. But yeah, that character exists, I guess. And then with that announcement, Sam Show is also coming to Steam on the fourteenth. Which I'm kind of indifferent towards. Because I do want to double dip. But SNK is going to make it very hard to double dip like they normally do, if I had to guess. Because whenever they released KOF 14 onto Steam, they made it to where... This was whenever the first pass was out with like Rock Howard and Yamazaki and everything. But it didn't come with it. You had still had to buy it separately. So you would pay fifty dollars for KOF fourteen, and they had to pay twenty dollars again for the season for that pass. Instead of doing what I think a lot of games do, where typically if it releases afterwards, they usually make it to where the DLC beforehand is usually bundled with it. Yeah. Because like that's what Blaze Blue did. Whenever CF came out on PC, it came with Susan and Susan, my and S already unlocked and purchased. And you just had to buy Jubei. Yep. Which I appreciated. I if they are smart, they would do seasons one and two included with Sam Show on Steam, and then you just have to purchase season three, which to me is more than fair. Even if they did season one, if I had to buy two and three, sure. I just want some of those characters in there and not just the base roster because spending probably fifty dollars on the game and then twenty dollars on season one and then like twenty twenty five on season two and then another twenty five on season three. It's just not going to be, like, super exciting. Especially with, like, lackluster internet net play as well as another thing for that game. Yeah, I, they're definitely not fixing that when they release it on Steam. So. Yeah, they're not going to they're not gonna touch it. Like, it's really hard to implement rollback netcode anyway, like, with delay-based stuff. But even then, like, I highly doubt they're going to fix the netcode any, even if it's just make it better delay-based. So it's probably still going to be bad, which is a problem. But who knows, maybe if I pick it up, uh, locals and everything will be a lot easier to do. I don't know. But yeah, that's coming out next month. Uh, kind of indifferent. And speaking of a different, uh, Leona, KOF 15. Yeah, I mean, she exists yeah, since she was announced at the very beginning. Yeah, it's kind of expected. Uh, we saw the outline and we're yeah. just like, yep, that's it. Yeah, that's Leona. Kind of obvious in how she was posing. Yeah, I'm not like... I've never liked Leona that much, honestly. I think it's just because, like, again, she's a charge character. And I'm not super big on charge characters in general. So that alone, gameplay-wise, I'm not super interested in. And I just think she's okay in terms of, like, 
the female characters in Sam in uh, KOF, honestly. Mm-hmm. But she has some cool stuff. I think her like level three, which she does like the energy blade is sick, and I think it's really cool that they're doing like another energy blade super for her. Yeah, she's got the her, and I really her like hair changes color thing. because of yeah. RPA. I know. Yeah, the Orochi jeans or whatever. I think that uh, yeah. she looks cool, but she also just she looks like Leona, and it's like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably play it probably like i've always liked leona but she doesn't like uh, just like oh there she is it's not like anything super exciting just like yeah it's like with terry where it's just like yeah there's the character that we knew was going to be in here finally it's really weird that they took this long to show her off since she was like one of the first characters shown off in uh that yeah i mean well we still don't have k dash right yeah yeah no we don't have k dash yet i think he's the last one that was shown off yeah they're taking their time yeah, with Leona, that probably means we're getting um, Team Ikari Warriors, which is fine. But what I'm kind of hoping for is that they do Leona one, either Ralph or um, is it Ralph and Bart? Ralph and I don't remember. One of them, and then uh, ending that with Hydern. Okay. So, like, putting the other Hydern in would also be pretty cool. Even if, again, he's a charge character, so it's really hard for me to play him. That's a lot of charge characters. But that'd be cool. I really like his... KOF? Yeah. KOF, well, yeah. I mean, they have a lot of I characters I really like his general, uh, design. So. Mm. Yeah. And we still know nothing about the game, so, again, it's really hard to be excited. Which I just want to know about that. Um, I think that's it for the SNK side. Um, Battle for the Grid showed off uh, Chun Li. Actually, gave us a uh, gameplay trailer of her, and yeah, she looks wacky. Have you seen that? Yeah, let me let me look at it again because I'm trying to remember. It's it's been a second. Remember, I watched yeah, the video is... of Max reacting to it. Yeah, she is ridiculous in this game, which I'm excited for. I don't know if I'm gonna like immediately like jump to Chun-Li because I'm not super big on playing her in most games because wow this is a theme today because she is also a charge character in uh, Street Fighter <laughs> but not in like not in any of the uh, Marvel games as I'm far as I'm as far as I know so and she's not going to be in this game obviously because it's Power Rangers but she seems really wacky, especially with all the spinning bird kick you can do. Especially the fact that, like, her um, projectile can crumple. And I don't know if that's just the regular projectile crumpling them, or if that was the EX one that they did. But that's wacky. Yeah, I just... And then I'm pretty sure you can do, like, spinning bird kick into, like, a cross-up situation with it, which is dumb. I mean, but yeah, they're like pulling all the stops for both of these characters. Battle for the grid, so like you can yeah. look at this and be like, "Man, that's crazy!" And yeah, it, it kind of is, but it's like it's battle for the grid, so yeah, everything here looks crazy. Yeah, and then they give her her Street Fighter Five critical art as expected, which is a good one, so that's fine. And her, uh, both hers and Ryu's alternate costumes they're getting the class of ninety three. Costumes look really nice. I do agree with that one as well. I like those yeah, ones. Because, like, Ryu looks really sick with, like, flannel. 
on his sides. <laughs> That's really sick. And then um, generally just looks like what you would imagine a 90s, like, girl of attitude, I guess it would look like, since, you know, the Power Rangers are teenagers with attitude. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the fireball crumple thing would be really cool for, like, uh, resets. Is it... I guess it restands them so you could probably go for a bunch of stuff off that. Yeah, I'm sure there's something. Yeah, so, generally, really looking forward to it. She's at the end of the month, I think, of the 25th, which is next week, actually. Yeah. It's going to be next Tuesday. That's pretty wonderful. And then, this is going to segue into the main idea. But, um, what's it called? Uh, Strive released their story trailer, so we finally know what Strive is going to be about. It was, the story trailer was okay, and then yeah. the last line, everyone's going to, everyone keeps arguing about who it is. I still think it's that Sol it's Soul and Arya, or Jacko, I guess, but... And people are saying it sounds like I Johnny. Like... I'm like, I don't know. It still sounds like Soul's voice actor to me. Well, let me look up who voiced Johnny and Sign. I think if that's Steve Blum, which we don't know, but if it is, then it's probably going to be Johnny. Because I think Steve Blum played him and Sign. Okay. No, even O'Brien played him and Strained him. Never mind. So it's either a new. So if it is Johnny, then it's probably a new voice actor, or it could just be sole voice actor sounding really weird. But we'll find out whenever the game comes out, I guess. It depends on who's taking a vacation. Yeah. Or, yeah, it depends on who took a vacation. Also, just depends on who's the second voice, because that could be May's voice, but, like, I don't know if that's, like, the same May voice, that of May's returning. Yeah. I just or, assumed it would sound like she got a new voice. Aria, but, I mean, it, it is... Still Jacko after reading the description. I don't, that didn't sound like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Did Jacko have an English voice? Uh, she might have in sign, but I don't know if she was in sign at all. I think she was. I don't know if she had any voice lines or she was just like a cameo. Jacko, Guilty Gear. Let's find out. Let's see. Did anybody voice her? Nope, she is, does not have an English voice actor. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't think it sounded like me, but we'll we'll see. the The rest of the trailer showed off some stuff, but it's just some guilty gear politics mostly. I think. Uh, everyone working together looks cool, though. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what the plot is about, and I think I get it because it's like, oh, so the quote-unquote gear maker, which I don't think is that man. Is it that man? That man has been referred to as the gear maker before. Okay, so it's probably that man. And so they're like, oh man, they're gonna attack the fucking White House. (laughs) So it's like, okay. And then Eno is back to being a villain, which she did some stuff in Exard, 
but she wasn't like in the forefront. I don't think. I think she was just in the background. Yeah, along with uh, Raven, where they just kind of they're just kind of in the background doing so, well, doing right. stuff while Batman did everything. Yeah, I mean, Ina's always just been uh she fights for herself no matter what she doesn't ever take anyone's yeah. side so like good and bad just depends on whatever she feels like is her goal at the time yeah so yeah now she's back to being like the one of the main threats which is neat because she wasn't hasn't been since uh plus r yeah the, the alternate timeline stuff in the accent core series yeah, I think that's the last time she was like a boss battle. So that'll be neat to see how that goes. She might be the boss battle for this game. Or they're going to do what they did in um, Revelator, where every arcade mode just has like a super buff version of a character as the boss battle. I don't know. That's going to be neat. Um, I also cannot tell if Nago or Giovanna are good or not. Yeah, for what it. I don't know. I have a feeling it looks that like both... maybe Nago is a villain. I have a feeling like maybe he's working with Ben with Batman. I think that my hypothesis is that uh, yeah, because Giovanna we know is like the president's bodyguard, and I mean yeah. there was that thing about oh the U.S. is attacking Illyria, but I think it's just like. It's probably going to be one of those things where it's like, aha, it was actually like a trick by that man or whatever. And like, it's since he works for Slayer, I don't see Nago being a bad guy. And I also don't see Giovanni yeah, being a bad since, guy. I think it's probably just going to be like a misunderstanding or something. Yeah, like a, like a fight. Yeah, and they're just going to just like, have oh, like no, the, gotta... the White House with Soul and Giovanna both. Because both of those fights, from what we saw when Nago fights, both of them take place at the White House. It's going to be like Don yeah. Goshi up the White House and get, get a fight with both of them. And then it's like, oh, actually, we're, we were like mistaken and we aren't actually fight, need to fight each other. Let's work together or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because you do see Milia and Zato working with the government at the very beginning, trying to do like a security check on the White House. Being like, yeah, everything looks fine. And then we also see Arya, which is neat. Yeah. Who is just a red-haired Jacko in design, which I kind of forgot about. I yeah. So I feel like they're probably gonna make Aria a playable character in the DLC. I'm assuming probably. Though, if you, did and you just, read the like character description stuff? Um, afterwards, there's like a page with like stuff. I did not know. So it, it explains that Aria's consciousness is still sleeping, so Jacko's using her body till she wakes up. Okay, so it's still it's Jacko. Still, it's yeah, she still refers to herself as Jacko. Okay, so that means you're probably gonna get Jacko then. Yeah, <laughs> there's a chance. And people, people are saying like, oh yeah, we're gonna get her back. It's gonna be Jacko. And then people are like, what if it's Jacko but using Justice's moves? So which one yeah, would you cool. hate more? <laughs> I think Vokex um, are pretty hated. I feel like regular Jacko would be more annoying in this game. But I don't know if she would be like more annoying to deal with, or she would just be like worse in a less fast-paced uh, Guilty Gear. I don't think I want full-screen like lasers and projectile spam in my strive, but I don't know. I mean, I if they put Jacko in or Arya, I mean, they're 
basically the same person pretty much. So if they put whichever one is in, in, then I'd probably at least try them out. Yeah, yeah but hopefully we'll find out whenever the game comes out and they start announcing the uh, DLC boyos. Which I'm hoping she's won. Um, hopefully we'll be able to find out everything else as well. Like, if we got to see... Um, What's his face? Uh, hopefully that man will be playable. Oh, that would be nice to finally have him playable after all these yeah, games. Yeah, because like, now we're seeing his face, which he has like a gear on his eye. Yeah. Which is really neat. I'd be, it would be cool. Um, I mean, that's basically... Yeah. I haven't Wait, what you I say? haven't been around for like any of the other stuff, but the way that they were talking about was like the conclusion to their story, I think was like the opening line. So yeah. it's like I wonder if this is like actually like the final game of the main story, maybe. It could so, be because that's what a uh, central fiction yeah, was. So it'd be like maybe yeah, we finally get the main antagonist as a playable character. Also, yeah. uh just I'm trying to remember. I don't think we ever saw May. Like maybe that was May's voice at the end, but I don't think we ever actually saw her in the trailer. Correct? I don't think so. And if we did, she was like in the yeah, background. Because I'm trying to think. Like, maybe are they like trying to hide Johnny? I think they're actually trying to like hide Johnny. Yeah. If that is Johnny, then they're hiding him, and they're just being like, "Aha, he's back." Yeah, I, I think they're trying not to like show anything to do with that, so they don't want to show off me because that would probably spoil whether he's back or not. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny ends up being one of the DLC characters, honestly. Yeah. It's so highly likely because he is like a massive fan favorite. I mean, what do you think about Biken's chances? That's the character um, you know everyone. If she's not, for. yeah. <laughs> if she's not in Sam show, then probably likely, since like Anji is here and everything. However, if she is in Sam show, then probably not. No, that's just how I'm feeling. That's just how I'm thinking about it right now. Honestly, makes sense. But who knows? Sam, she's also like one of the super duper popular characters, so I'm sure. If not in the first season, I'm sure they'll do another one and be like, here's Biken. Yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, try to think who else. Oh, Dizzy and Sin are like the last two that I can think of that people really. Yeah. Uh, Bridget. People about. also really want Bridget. Oh, okay. I didn't know Bridget that was, pop was that popular. Yeah. But yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like whenever I'm like, Scrolling through Twitter, I'm seeing my friends talk up like like mutuals on Twitter talk about it. They always mention Bridget. I don't. I mean, Bridget would so, have yeah. to be heavily changed, but yeah, like probably well, definitely him. I feel like him and Dizzy will have to be changed the fair. I bit. mean, okay, I I say that, but then like I'll talk more about it in the beta. You know, but honestly, as much as like the. the Everyone at Arxis tries to pass this off as a footsies based whatever whatever whatever. The the game is pretty fast and lots of air footsies. Lots of jumping around. At least in my experience. 
Yeah. And I guess that's probably a good segue to talk about the beta because the beta went from Thursday night to Sunday morning. Thursday night literally didn't exist. However, I got in for like 30 minutes, I think. <laughs> and I was able to lab for a little bit before I got booted from training mode into the main menu. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm done tonight. I guess I'll just try again tomorrow. That is the genuine Guilty Gishtai beta experience. Failed to download our code. Yeah, the... Man, I can't wait to play this beta. Damn, our code's got hands. <laughs> but yeah, the beta still ended up having a really big issue at the very beginning, but that's also because literally everyone tried logging in at the same time. That's bound to cause problems. Um, I know everyone streaming it was just like streaming themselves getting into the game. Yeah, there was, there was quite a few. Like everyone got in by the end of the night or I guess the start of the morning, whatever your time zone was. But yeah. uh, there's a good variety watching streams that night because I gave up of um, like people who were in and people that weren't. I know like That's very, uh... Max. Max was one of the people that was waiting for quite a while. Yeah, that's kind of the biggest problem with that is like even though the lobby system overall was so even then like after you got inside you also deal with the lobby itself, which while is overall better than it used to be, it still isn't stable. <laughs> like at all. There would be moments where like one of us would get kicked and then like a minute later, everyone else would get kicked. Yeah, there was, there was definitely some problems. Of course, you know when the game comes out, it's a game that costs money on, like, the beta. So people, there's going to be a lot less people. Um, they, like, people are going to try it out and say, the game's not for me. And so it'll be probably better. And then, you know, as with all fighting games, it is an unfortunate reality that the player base is going to not stick around for that long, at least a, a good chunk of it. There'll probably be a good amount of people that stay. Yeah. But get, it's going to be like pretty busy for the first month, and then after that, people start dropping off. Yeah. But yeah, um, beta overall, I liked it overall, but I'm still like not super in love with the game, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh I still prefer plus R and Exart over it, but like I'm still like yeah, I still overall kind of like this game for the most part. I I think the biggest like thing from this beta was like a feeling of man, I wish I'd like could play it more or like have played the previous betas cuz like how do I say this? I felt like I was starting to learn the game, but I never felt like I got comfortable with it in a way. Like, there was so much weird stuff with, like... Yeah, I even felt that, even though I played, like, the previous two betas. Yeah. Because, you know, each beta has been completely different. Yeah, there, there's, like, definitely some things that's, like, is this a problem with the game, or just am I not, like, understanding it? Understanding it, it yeah. Because the combo system is so much different than 
any of the other guilty yeah, gears. Yeah, that that's definitely one of the bigger things. I guess I can go talk about that now if you don't mind. Is I want to talk about yeah, the Gatlings, sure. like because that's a big complaint that a lot of people have, and it's something that I am fine with, but also don't like at the same time in a weird way. So, like, yeah, my problem with it is that I feel, it makes it feel like there doesn't need to be both punch and kick. Am I being honest? That that is exactly what I'm going to say. So, basically. Punch feels really useless, oddly enough. Like it's, yeah, it's besides like, six besides six P, and that's literally yeah. It's it. like okay, so you have like an anti air, but most of my characters, like I'm just doing like two heavy slash, like once heavy blue moon, but ninety nine percent of the time I am either jump air grabbing or jumping up and pressing a button when I see my opponent jump, because. As much as they tried to nerf jumping, uh, I want to talk about Gatlings first, then we can talk about jumping. Jumping's still busted. Um, and so you basically just counter jumping by jumping at them. Um, and so it's like, I don't really use the punch button. Like, sometimes in the corner, it's like, I'm in the corner, I could use punch yeah. to mash, but I could also just chicken block, because jumping's broken. Or I could mash a reversal super. Or I could just... Like, uh, because I didn't play a lot of people that had really good pressure, I don't know if pressure is great in that game or not, if you can just block it out like I did a lot of times. I never really felt like I wanted to ever use punch, because punch doesn't combo into anything. There's, like, no reason to use it. It's like, let's use kick. It's really weird, too, because, like, there's... I feel like it's only there because Guilty Gear. Yeah. Like, realistically, they could have, like reduce it to light, medium, heavy dust. But I feel like that people might have been just pissed at that because I would have been like, wow, I can't believe you're ruining Guilty Gear by reducing the buttons and casualizing it for people. But like, I think for this game, it would be would be a lot better of just making it three buttons plus I, dust. I do think the there is a uniqueness to the special moves like it's yeah. like oh the special move is like a punch special move so you have to do it with the punch button and like it's not yeah, like, like all giovanna's specials are with yeah kick. it's it's not like because uh, uh, you know other fine games have like an a like a light variation a medium variation yeah. but guilty gear just has the move and that's sort of unique uh to like you know the input system which is cool it's just, I want the actual normals on that button to, like, feel worth using. And I, yeah, and it sucks whenever... I know some characters the only had thing broken can... punches, like, but yeah. then you don't use the kicks very much. Yeah, that's just the problem. Like, one of those is good, and the other one just isn't. And even then, it's like, well, the only thing you can successfully combo into is usually going to be just 2D. Yeah. And that's just setting up for your little little Oki that you have with your character, depending on what it is. And that's pretty much it. I don't I don't even know why they got rid of Gatling. Like I understand that's like, oh, this is gonna be make I can't remember the reasoning for it. I just wanted, I don't agree with I it. I think they want it to be like, oh, it's a simple footsies based fighters. We don't want like big long combo strings and all this, so let's just make it where like you do this button goes into this so button, this button goes into this easier, button. Like, it's nice, like two hit stream, two, three hit the stream. The problem right. is that, like, I feel like Gatling is a lot easier to understand than 
I think punch goes into kick, kick goes into slash, slash goes to the heavy slash. And you can do punch into slash, but you can't do punch into slash into kick. I think that makes a lot more sense than slash goes into heavy slash, but punch and kick do not go into anything. Yeah, it's got a dust. Also, there's dust. Which still confuses me in this game because the only time you ever get the big boy dust hits is on counter hit. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, you can, like, I did a lot of with Giovanna, like, 2K as, like, my fast buttons because I could do 2K, 2D, and then combo off 2D with, like, a 2 and 4K. And so, like, I just spamming 2K a lot because I knew it comboed into 2D. It's it's just like, yeah. Of course, there's, the thing is, there's a lot of this stuff, it's beta. I'm not a professional Guilty Gear player. Yeah. The people I'm playing were definitely not, like, high-level players. And so there's a lot of stuff that is just like, we don't know. Like, is Standing Dust good? I have no idea. I never used it. Yeah, I've used it, like, once or twice, but I've never really went out of the way to use it. The, uh, yeah, it, it feels like there's, um, yeah, and then I think the Gatlings, I, if anything, I think the Gatlings, if they want to do it the way that they're doing, it should be like almost character specific because of the fact that it felt like yeah. it benefited some characters, but other characters, it felt bad. Like Giovanna slashing into heavy slashes, like not great sometimes because slash is like a multi-hit kick. And then yeah. it didn't always combo into heavy slash sometimes, I think. Um, but like, yeah, Ramathol, you have sword slash into sword slash. Like, it, it, it flowed very well. That, that slash heavy yeah. slash flowed very well. It felt nice. It felt like a Gatling did. But like... Yeah, and some yeah. characters still have their slash heavy slash Gatlings too, which is really weird. Because Kai still has his... Close slash, far slash, heavy slash yeah. string. Like, that's still a thing. But you can't do anything else. Any of his other strings that you would end. Mixard. It just sort of felt weird and awkward. It's something that I'd have to get used to. And, like, it's yeah, what... It's just, like, laughing. Yeah, it's one of those things that I was mentioning at the start where it's, like, because I didn't have a lot of time to mess with it, I'm not sure if this is just, like, a... Oh, once I get used to it, once I play more matches, once people, like, have to optimize the game, or, like, not really even optimize, but just, like, try and figure out how to use their characters better other than just spamming a couple moves. Like, maybe these, the Gatlings will feel better once you understand them more. But yeah, because I don't, maybe they like, feel kind of awkward. Yeah, and hopefully characters will feel better, too, whenever um the uh, trials are added in. Yeah. Because, like, trials are usually pretty good in Arxis games where they give you, like, a very basic idea of how the characters work. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that's the case with this game, too. Because I think that's what I needed for the longest time is, like, man, this doesn't connect into anything as Kai except for this specific thing. Or, like, man, literally nothing connects with Zato. Yeah. I would love something to, like, tell me what moves, like, are supposed to be useful. Like, you know, um... Ramethal has the, the, the Rekka thing, right? What is... Yeah. I, I think I used that literally once, like, intentionally, just to see what it, like, just to try and mess with it. But, like, 
it really felt kind of useless because she has her DP punch yeah. input, which launches and you get a meterless combo off of, which you don't with the 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 uh the Rekka. Like they know Rekka. they took that the away. The Rekka seems like it's good for like corner combos, and that's kind of it. That's what it seems like. And like maybe. The first hit is plus, but then, like, just don't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, it just felt very, like, like a lot of moves I just couldn't figure out, like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I do hope that, yeah, like, the mission mode was something that I really felt was missing because I just, a lot of my characters, I just sort of, like, had to go in and just be like, oh, I guess I'm just going to press buttons and figure out how to play them because yeah. I did not spend time researching like discords or wikis i don't even know what's available in terms of resources to learn a character right now yeah that's the thing is that like i just didn't bother trying to hunt for them because i know like i'm not going to be able to find what i'm looking for right now because it's just going to be a bunch of like flashy stuff yeah just people being like wow look at my touch of death of zatos like that's cool but like is can someone teach me a zato bnb yeah like a good setup for Eddie? No? Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, are you sure you don't want to see Potemkin combo Heavenly Potemkin Buster into itself in Touch of Death, Faust? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's like the problem right now is that it's just filled with a lot of people being like, oh man, look at this combo I can do. It's like, that's cool, but like, you should post some like smaller stuff so people can understand how your character works. Yeah, like I, I like I went to trading mode and I immediately like tried to reenact some of the combos for Ram that I found, and it was like, oh, this is pretty easy. I went into an actual game and I think I got that combo literally zero times. In fact, I know I got that combo zero times because I tried doing it quite a bit, and it's really hard to get the starter because you have to get close slash on Ram, who's mostly zoning you with big buttons. Yeah. So even when you do get it, you have to react really quickly and do like a actual combo. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, m maybe watching like stuff on YouTube, not the best. And even watching like people on Twitch sometimes it can be like, you're going to have your own style of playing characters. So without like resources yeah. in the game, it's hard to just take what you see on a screen and turn it into your own yeah, play style. Yeah, apply that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, I think because of a lack of, like, good resources right now, I think that's also helped hurting my uh, opinion on Kai, because right now I do not like him in Strive. I played him a lot because he's the only character I kind of understood, but I just don't like Kai in this game. Understandable. I think it's just because of how much the... I think it's just because of how much they changed about him. Like, I'm fine with, like, I joke about Greed Sever being gone a lot. But I'm fine. I, I guess that makes sense, because if you're trying to make it a, a footsie-based game, you don't want to give the Shoto a shit ton of schmicks. Even though Soul still has all of his schmicks and got even more, but whatever. Yeah, Soul's juiced. Soul is crazy juiced. They, they, he keeps his overhead, and they gave him a command grab. No, <laughs> he kept his command grab, I should say. And just made it like a damaging command grab rather than a combo starter. And like all this other stuff. And then Kai got nothing. He lost his overhead. He is only mids. He has like 
His only low is the first hit of uh, stun, whatever. The stun, stun dipper, dipper. Yeah. Literally, it besides his normals, he is only mids. Yeah. His new kick attack. Oh man, that's probably an overhead. No, that's just a mid, and it's not even a good mid, <laughs> because like I'm sure it's good for closing the distance. It's good for anti airing, and it's good for like corner combos or like chasing somebody in a combo or whatever. But I mean, granted, I just not spat off a lot of things that it's good for. But like, you cannot just combo that thing in a regular ass combo. You can even overshoot the opponent that you're trying to hit with it, and just keep, put yourself in the corner because of it. That happened to me so many times. Where it's like, oh, I overshot. All right, cool. And then like his two one four S, where he does like a slash down. I don't even know how to combo with that. Like, sometimes it's like I can only combo a single hit of Slash into it because it just has no range. Feels bad. And then there's like, I don't know if it's bad or if it's just highly like situational or if I'm just don't know how to play Kai in this game. I guess I'll find out when the game comes out, but I don't know if it's good. Um, that's one thing that's just really bad. Uh, stun, his um, new gimmick, the stun gauge or whatever, is not good. Like, I don't even know what it does anymore. Like, oh man, maybe I'll make things more plus. No. It makes things do, like, 10 more I damage. I forgot that he even had that. that. Yeah, it's kind of a non-factor. Yeah. Yeah, it does, like, maybe, like, 5 to 10 extra points of damage. Like, I don't even think it's useful. I think it's just there because they're like, oh god, we're getting rid of a lot of Kai stuff, right? Well, let's just add this in. There you go. It's Kai. See, he stuns people because he has electricity. I was hoping that it would be like moves get more properties. Like maybe you get to continue a combo with Stun Dipper with that because it gets stunned in the air a little bit, like with uh, like with Jin stuff with freezing. No, okay. Well, maybe stuff becomes more plus. Like maybe Lightning Bow, the two one four K becomes plus. No, I think Frame Data is the exact same. It's just things do more damage and do a little bit more chip. Which, for Kai, like, why? Yeah, not too impactful. And then there's also, yeah, it just doesn't feel very good. I think if they either made it do more chip damage, which I think is what they're trying to go for, or, like, give you slightly better frame data with it, then I think there'd be more reason to care and put it in your combos and stuff. But right now it just feels like a very useless non-factor that's just kind of there. And speaking of useless non-factors that are just kind of their dragon install. I don't think I've... Shit is actually useless. I don't useless. think I've ever seen a dragon install in a serious game. It's useless. Because, like, there's so much startup. The problem is, like, is... I forgot, is Soul's dragon install uh, invincible in uh, Exard? No, but it's fast. Yeah, no. Kai's isn't invincible and it's not fast. Like, at all. Like, whenever I tried doing it against uh, Troy, I would be, like, doing the input. I'm like, eh, how come it isn't coming out? Am I just doing the input wrong? And, I'm just, and Troy's like, no, I keep seeing Kai, like, put his hand on his eye, and I just keep hitting you out of him. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's so slow. Actually, I wonder how fast like, Souls Dragon install actually is. It's, like, instant. I don't know how fast it is. I'm sure if you look, find it on Dust Loop, it's probably, like, I don't know, 10 frames. 10 to 20 frames, if I had to guess, like, pretty fast. 
Because Kai's dragon install in this game is so slow. Like, you have to have Kai slowly put his eye on his hand, and then he does dragon install, which if you're the full screen away, then yeah, that's going to work. But if you're half screen or closer, no, you're never going to be able to get it off. So just don't either save your meter for Sacred Edge, Ride the Lightning, or... Oh yeah, Ride the Lightning isn't even projectile invincible in this game. Like, it doesn't clash with any projectiles. You just get hit out of it. That's... Which I'm pretty sure it was projectile involved in Exard, I think. Yeah. Let me double check. Oh, just, just so you know, I was actually kind of wrong. It's 19 frames... But he's invuln on frame seven to nineteen. He's full invuln. Yeah, that's not. Everything. Yeah, that's not Kai. Yeah, he is not full invuln with that. There's so much startup. Uh, let me find right the lightning, fully invincible projectile invincible. Yeah, yeah, it's projectile invuln in Exard, and in this game it's not. Like I remember, I I did ride the lightning. So I'm like, I'm just gonna do this. I'm probably gonna hit Troy. Then he hit me with a projectile either from Ram or Eno. So fuck me, I guess, for wanting to play Kai. Kai was just too top tier. Yeah, he, he was too to perfectly balanced. Oh god, this is... I'm gonna see if the frame data is in this game. Okay, there's some frame data. Oh god, everything is minus as fuck. That has... In, that stuff. Well, that's just a problem with this game. I don't know if it's a problem. It's just a thing with this game. Like, I don't want to say it's a problem. But, uh... There's like no plus moves unless you're talking about soul. Like, I could go on about soul. I think there's a video that Say Jim posted recently. I think it was Say Jim. It's like everyone should be as fun as soul and just talk about soul, like being good or whatever. Okay, so it's like it looks like yeah, that's just soul being kind of dumb. He's still just rev soul. Okay, so it looks like you do get some plus frames of shock stay, but it doesn't look like it's enough. Okay, so Kedra Tiles and Dire Clap for Shock State. Okay, bonus effects varying from more damage, more blocks, and better hit effects. Okay, so like it's just literally everything acts differently in Stone Edge. There's no specific thing with Shock State. Okay. Yeah, and it's literally like. If you do dire clot, which is the uh uh which is the uh slash thing I was talking about. Yeah. Um you are minus nine in shock state rather than minus eleven. Oh boy. So you literally just get two frames chopped off. And that's this the shock state uh is the same amount as dragon install. Like why even? <laughs> Okay, it is uh, 21 frames of startup. Uh, it's a little bit more. Not great. And it's 41 uh, frames recovery. And you are minus 5 when you do it. <laughs> of course. Uh, it feels so weird that like they have characters like Kai... And then it's like you're contrasting with characters like Soul. Like Kai's 
buttons are like okay, but like, have yeah. you seen Souls buttons? Like, yeah, it's stupid. He has a bunch of plus buttons. Yeah, the, for some reason. and then like you know the hitbox or like the what is it? Band? It's Bandit Bringer, right? The one they can charge in the air, like hold it. Yeah, yeah, it's Bandit Bringer. Yeah, sure. like I've been hit by it from like. So, so far away. It's not even funny. It's so ridiculous. Like, you have this fast character just running around, just going crazy. And then you're like... Yeah, who's plus as fuck. And then you just, like, look at a lot of other characters and you're like, yes, this is a footsies-based game. And then you look back at Kai yeah. and you're just and he also like, has like soul and you're just like, no, it's not. Yeah. And then he also has, like, Heavy Mob Cemetery. Okay, I, I've had too many people spam that for no reason on me to Which is, I just laugh it off, but still it seems kind of... It's it's really good reversal. The command grab part's a bit less, like, impactful, but... Uh, I don't understand. Like, it just feels like every character I look at and play, it feels like they don't know what they want. Yeah, it's... Because there's points where it's like, Kai, and I would argue Zato even, is like... Yeah, like a more grounded footsies, like relatively, like granted, Kai can still do air stun edge, but point being, like, his buttons are a lot more, like, careful, and with Zato, all of his stuff are mids in this game. He doesn't have a single low that's Eddie based. All of them are mids. And it's only overheads are slow as fuck, because whatever, Zato doesn't need to be good ever, I guess. I, I agree, like, some characters feel like that they were designed with a completely different mindset than other characters. Yeah, like, looking at Kai and Zato, and then you look at Eno and Soul and Anji. Where it's like, yeah, I, I don't think you know what you want out of this yeah, game. Like, I was playing Giov like Giovanna and Ramethal is such a weird, like, mix, because it's just like, Giovanna, you run up, you press buttons, you do special moves, you just like play footsies, you get some hits, you get some you get some kind of mix. And it's like, man, yeah, I, I can I can yeah. move around, I can, you know, go for some you basic mix and stuff. Then you play stuff. And then just like I press half screen buttons and then I get them in the corner and then I just throw my exploding swords and do yeah. like and then they crazy die. stuff. And it's just like Yeah, because like <laughs> Any of Ramathal's, like, corner combos is at least 40% of your opponent's health god. Bare minimum. It feels so... It feels, like, so much more extreme. Which, I've played games where you have... Like, I've played obscure games where you have, like, a character that's basically just, like, a Street Fighter character. And they can still somewhat hold up against, like, a character that's, like, air-dashing around and flying around. But, like... That's in, like, a game that, like, variety is one of the big parts of the game. And it, and, like, it's sort of the charm of the game that every character sort of has their own play style and plays differently. And, but it, I don't feel like that from Strive. I feel like it's, like, what's there is really good sometimes. But then, like, when you have it conflict with another part of the game, it feels so awkward in some ways. Like, I really liked yeah. playing these characters, but sometimes when you'd play a character and then you'd be playing against Soul and you, you'd just be like, 
Wait, wait, wait. Why does he have this crazy stuff? That's not what my character's game yeah. is playing. That's not the game I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, how come Axel can literally stop time yeah, now? It's, it, it, it feels... While Chip does nothing and dies. Yeah, it feels nice to play the half of the game uh, that your character plays with another character who's playing that same half. And it feels not so nice to be playing half of the game with a character who's playing a different half of the game. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah, there's also really weird, like, decisions with the uh, changes as well. Where it's like the... Uh, we talked, we were going to talk about jumping. I remember yep. you mentioned something I, like I that. I want to get to that eventually. Yeah, because, like... Air dashes got nerfed for some reason. <laughs> they made them slower. And I don't like how they feel in this game. Like, I get that it's like, well, if you think about it, it's really not that big of a difference between uh, this game and Exard or the beta before. It's just a slower startup, but you go faster in the end. It's like, I, I don't care. It doesn't feel good. Like, the distance isn't the problem for me, at least. Like, backdashing, yeah, backdashing is horrible in this game for some reason. You go, like, two inches. <laughs> but, like, with forward dashing, it's like, yeah, time to take five seconds to get where you could have gone, and then three, and then the other Guilty Gears. Yeah, I had to, I learned very quickly, like, I tried backdashing once, and I was just like, yeah, that's not an option in this game, okay. Yeah, you move like two inches. It's not for this. It's literally that doesn't feel good. Forward air dashing doesn't feel good, and I get that it's like maybe that's the point because they're trying to discourage people from doing that a lot. But like, I don't know, man. I'm not big on how it feels. Uh, yeah, I don't like the that delay. I felt like the runes are cool. Yeah, I I felt like uh with the jumping, it's like I was told, oh, they're trying to nerf jumping. They're doing all this stuff to nerf jumping. But then I play it, and most of my games I spent fighting other people in the air or jumping in on people because even if you add trip guard, it doesn't matter if you're just going to bandit bringer from half screen away and have this absurdly large hitbox that your opponent just has to respect, and then now you're in because you can just either or see it or space it well. Um and it's not even that bad on whiff because even though they added trip guard, it's like you have to, if he just doesn't have screen, like you're not going to be able to punish him that quickly. Um, and then like with Ram, I just have these giant buttons. If you block them, it doesn't matter. Like you can't catch my landing if I just cover it with a big button. It feels like the trip guard thing only punishes characters that are not good at jumping. Like me. Yeah, it it's very and like the anti has supposedly got buff, which I Yeah, like six P got turned into an actual anti air, which is does weird it have than it was before. Upper body invul? Yes, it does now. It didn't okay, originally. It, it still feels like it doesn't sometimes, but I mean maybe that's just bad players like me and the POIs playing not being able to react to jump ins. Because I, I felt like the jump in still um were really hard to react to, and a lot of times everyone just reacted to a jump in by chicken blocking because there are no air unblockables in this game for some reason. That is probably my least favorite change. 
from the other Guilty Gears. Not a single Aeon Black Ball, as far as I can tell. Just, just jump. Yeah, you're, in, you're in danger, just jump. Like... The opponent jumps in on you. You don't know if they're gonna, like, go high or go empty. Just jump. You're safe. And you, when you land, come down with the button, because they just landed, and they now have extra recovery, because they tried to jump in on you, and you chicken block them. Now it's your turn. It's pretty crazy. You just, the answer to jumping is jumping. That's how it be. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Like, a lot of these things I'm, like, complaining about. I do think I like the game, yeah. and I felt that some of that was fun. The problem was is that I felt like that that wasn't the message that they were trying to convey, that they felt like they were trying to nerf jumping, and that they were saying, oh, yeah, jumping's too strong, we're going to nerf it. But then they it, jumping still felt really strong, so it makes me, like, a bit nervous that they don't have, like, good control over what they're trying to do with the game. Which, like, if the game ends up fun anyways, that's fine, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit worried that they might not be, like, understand how to make the game flow the way they want, which is maybe why we're getting these conflicting characters with, like, some really strong characters and then some characters that are yeah sort of not. We should probably, yeah, we'll probably also explain the, uh, the month-long delay after the last one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they announced that delay, like, right after that beta in, like, February. Yeah. February or March is when they're like, yeah, we're pushing it back a month from May to uh, June. Or April to June, I mean, like, two months, I mean. That being said, I'm not exactly sure what I would do to fix it, because, like, I know there's definitely some things yeah. where it's, like, you can feel that, oh, maybe jumping isn't, like, there's definitely, like, steps that they have taken. Like, I know you talked about Eno being, like, good and, like, like a crazy character, not, like, a Grand Fuzzy's character. But she's still, like, her, like, dives, like, the the dives that she has, the special move, those are, like, yeah. really not great on block right now. Uh, I know because I punish them, like, constantly, and it's like, okay, she can't just, like, fly around all over the place. Uh, and, like, her air dashes did get changed. But it's just, like, the strength of being in the air because of no air unblockables. Um, the strength of having just good big buttons to cover your landing. Uh, and just that they didn't increase the startup of her air dash she can still go for multiple overheads because they didn't because the gatlings got changed but they didn't change her ability to yeah. fake multiple overheads and also it's also even easier this game because of the dash macro yeah you can just do ieds instantly with you know in this game it's it's one of those things where it's like for everything good about the game there's something that's confusing like i don't know if it's bad or not but it's confusing where yeah. it's like i don't this doesn't feel like it belongs which i, I want to talk about how good the game is but i feel like i've just been trashing it yeah but like that being said like there is still good stuff in it because like the lobby system I, we said it's unstable but it's better now yeah 
still. When I don't have to restart like, my entire game. There's arcade cabinets. It's good. Because there's arcade cabinets now. They finally put those in. And they work as intended, and you can rematch on them and everything. It's pretty good. It's good. Yeah, playing online felt um, fine. Like, I don't yeah, have Ethernet like right the now. The rollback is good. It still had good connections, except for one match. But for the most part, it was really, really good. Yeah, like the... You can tell that they put a lot of effort into that section of their game. Just adding in a bunch of, um... What's it called? Like the rollback. Yeah. Like you can tell they put effort into it. It wasn't just like the Capcom way of like, here's rollback, I guess. Or, um, or Namco going, yeah, we put it in. What are you talking about? It was... And they actually didn't. Yeah, everyone whatever. talks about the netcode being the high point. Uh, another me- yeah, mechanic that I really like that I think is getting a lot of hate is actually wall the walls. I know there's like a lot of stuff that people don't like. Some people don't like the, oh, I break the wall, I don't get Myoki because it goes back to mid-screen, even though you're still pretty advantaged. Uh, some people just don't like the idea of the combos. Like, uh, not sure if you know, but the, how easy it is to break the wall is not depending on how much you hit the wall, but how much you hit the opponent. If you do a mid-screen combo, which never hits the... Well, this is what I've been told. I haven't... I don't know for certain, but I've been told that if you do a mid-screen combo that never hits the wall and then hit the opponent against the wall, they'll probably wall splat. Whereas if you do the same okay. combo in the corner, then they won't wall splat until, like, the last hit or whatever. But I think that's perfectly fine. Like, I, I, I really like the idea of the corner combos. And so playing corner combos with RAM felt really nice. Um, but, of course, it goes back to what I was saying before, where not every character feels equal. Some characters just felt like they didn't get as much out of the corner. Um, but I, don't know, I still think the idea of the combo system with the corner felt really cool. Um, I think that's a mechanic that I liked. Um, what do you think about the corner? Did you really even care for it at all? Uh, I thought it was fine. Like, I'm not, like, super... I guess I'm indifferent towards it right now. I need to play it more. But I I guess I'm not super big on getting wall comboed myself <laughs> just because, like, you lose a shit ton of health from it, typically. But then that's just a thing of don't get hit. No, LMAO. I mean... People talk about the high damage in this game, but then you, like, look at, like, previous games, it's like, I, I, for for one thing, don't ever say, oh, I'm going to go back to plus R because of damage. Like, I don't think anyone, too many people are saying that, but if someone does, that would be, like, the dumbest thing you could ever say, because, yeah, go back to plus R where you're going to get too tapped by, like, the entire cast. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, the, the, the damage... Is, is up there, I guess. It's, it's yeah, kind of easy, I guess, is the problem. Yeah, it's, like, not super, super hard to do them because, like, you're always going to have a move that um wall bounces. Yeah. And so you can kind of... It's ba- you're basically doing, like, a loop. Like, you're looping a small little combo together, like, two or three times, and it's like, okay, now you can break yeah, the wall. Sometimes it requires a good starter, though. That's, like, that's the thing with, like, RAM... Why she, I think she's a lot stronger than a lot of characters and she feels really unequal because her ex- explodey sword doesn't need a launcher. 
You can literally just hit them with like a standing heavy slash and they're just standing there. Doesn't even need to be counter hit. And boom, you get a full wall combo. Giovanna? No, you need a launcher. You need like either to catch them jumping. You need to get like a counter hit sweep. You need something or else they're not going to get high enough for them to actually wall bounce anywhere. They'll just thud on the ground. It reminds me of um, a little bit of Crouching Blows in MK11. Yeah. Where some characters just kind of have them for doing literally anything. <laughs> like, oh, did you get a counter hit? There you go. Here's 20% extra damage. You earned it. And then it's like other characters like, okay, so you need to do this move three times. And then on the fourth time, they need to be jumping and it needs to be a counter hit. Yeah. It's one of those things that's like, it's cool, but then like, I would much, I would really want it to like apply to every character, like be an Everybody. actual universal mechanic rather than like, oh yeah, wall splat. That's a thing that like the top tiers can do, but low tiers like need, I mean, we don't have any tier lists right now, but like certain characters need um, like extra steps or like they just don't have the tools they need to take advantage of it as much as other yeah. characters, which makes it feel bad because like a universal mechanic that can't be utilized by a character kind of universally is weird. Not universal. Yeah. I'm hoping that later on they will like change that. Obviously that's what I'm hoping for. Like, of course they're not going to like heavily. And I think the time for like heavily changing the game is done. Yep. What we saw in this beta is probably what we're going to get in the main game, if not just a little bit tweaked. So I'm hoping that later on they'll retweak it to make it to where every character has like an easy wall bounce button. And you just have to find out what it is and everything. That would be really nice, but probably not. Um, other things that I think are really neat about the game. Uh, music is still fantastic. It's a bummer that there's no new tracks from the previous beta. But what's here is still, like, incredible. Yeah. Uh, Especially Nagaryuki's theme and uh, Giovanna's theme. I think Potemkin and the main theme were still my two favorites. The smaller game is still, like, super good. Um, yeah, that's really great. Uh, Abba Hotel still exists, but again, it's overall, like... Just nicer I think because it's of fine. the ability to do everything else. Right now, it's fine, I guess. You're not gonna, they're not going to change it anymore. But adding in the arcade cabinets is enough. Mimic Elias is. I right. forgot who said it, but I know some Guilty Gear player said, "You know, this is still the best lobby. Like, even though it's bad, it's still the best lobby system Guilty Gear has ever had." Okay, I'm like, yeah. I don't play too much Guilty Gear like with lobbies, but from what I've seen, yeah. Guilty Gear has never had good lobbies, so. Yeah, so it's fine. It's okay. Um, it worked for me, and it it, it working, yeah, like, doing the bare matters. minimum is all I need. I don't need exceptional lobbies. I just want a lobby where I can yeah. fight people. Yep, this game is still, like, 100% the most, like, gorgeous fighting game out there. Yeah. Like, not even, not even a... Like, not even a um, contest. The closest you're going to get is Grand Blue. But even then, like, this is a step above, obviously, because it's being aimed for PS4, high-end PCs, and uh, PS5. Yep. So they're going a lot harder with how this game looks, and it looks gorgeous. The lighting is really good. 
Um, the shadows are fantastic. The models are great. Um, in general, like the stages are gorgeous. My favorite stage is probably um, what's it called? The Neo New York. Just because you're starting out in like essentially Times Square, and then after that you're going to Times Square, and then you're going into a coffee shop, and then you're going somewhere else. It's really great. I don't remember what my favorite stage was called. It's like, is it the Buddha one? No, it's like a castle almost, or something weird. Oh, like the I think that might be like Zato or not. Zato's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dark stage. Yeah, it looked cool. Though yeah. speaking of looks. Um, I know I've been a big defender of the UI, even back when people said it was awful. Yeah. What do you think about it now? Do you think that you like it now? It's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot better than it used to be. It, I do think it used to be really bad because it was just hard to see anything. Because we're like, yeah, we're going to put bigger um, emphasis on the risk gauge in this game. But then like you could barely see it originally. And you could barely see the burst gauge, so you never knew if you had burst. Oh, yeah, I... And just a lot of stuff that was just like, oh, man, it's not the fact that it looked necessarily bad for me. So it was hard to it read, was, and that's why I thought it was yeah. bad. I guess that's the thing with playing, like, a billion fighting games like I do. You get used to, like, stuff. It's just, like, everything, like, you just sort of get used to it. Um, and so, like, burst gauge, like, I did not even know where it was for the, the longest time. Um, it wasn't like it was it took me a very long time to even realize where the burst gauge was though I mean it's a step up from other Guilty Gear games where I never even looked at it in the first place I still kind of don't but yeah I, I admit it's probably actually still kind of hard um, but I think like the combo counter looks fine I never really noticed it. Yeah, that's something I would never had a problem yeah. with. Yeah, I never had an issue with the combo counter or with the counter hits. No, the counter like, hits look I think beautiful that's fine. in my I opinion. Think... Like, I think the game's slowing down being, like, counter when you do, like, a really strong, like, immortal counter type thing. That's fine. Yeah. I, like, I don't mind. I think it's a bit more awkward at the start of the game where it's, like, you get a counter hit sweep and it's, like, counter. And then you just walk up and stare at them. But, like, once we see, like, you know, people get more used to it, they'll be, like, counter. And it's, yeah. like, oh, this person's going to, like, eat it. And it's, like, it's going to be, like, hype. But... Yeah, like somebody jumping at you, and then you land Vapor Frost, and you just get the slow-mo hit. Like, yeah, you landed that anti-air. Yeah, it's going to feel nice uh, when, the, when the counter hits. Like, when you get that counter hit, and you're like, yes, this... It's no longer like you get a counter hit, and you're like, oh, wait, I got a counter hit. And then you're like, you react too late and drop your combo. It's like, oh, I got a yeah. counter hit. Time to do that training mode combo I've been practicing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a lot like uh, Tekken. Whenever Tekken does the slowdowns, yeah. At the end of every, uh, whenever you you and your opponent both have like a really low health, it's like okay, so this is gonna kill one of you. Yeah, and then uh, I don't. Yeah, the the hit gauge. I think the only time I ever even noticed it when playing was after doing Ram Super, um, because it takes up the entire screen. But even then, it looks pretty cool because it's like at the end of a combo where like you're just cooling down. It's just like thirty hit yeah. combo. Which, I mean, it's 38 combo, because I don't know if you can even confirm it into anything. I just do it wrong, and some people I'll just run into it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's very, like, it's a very pretty game, and, like, it's UI and how it uses the uh, counter hits and all the other stuff is generally, like, I guess, innovative in a way and super I gorgeous. Like um, I'm not super into the character select screen, but it's better. <sighs> 
than it used oh, to I've be in the that. betas. Is it better? I can't imagine the original... it being that much worse. I I I'll, I forgot. Um, I characters were like cut into their their sections. They were cut into sections. Oh right. Actually, I didn't mind that as much as I don't like how small it is now. It, you can't see the yeah. characters. Like that. That's one of the things. Is like I always liked like a like one of my favorite types of character select is the one where like they have like you know a picture of the character. And then, like, you click on them yeah. and it, like, pops up the character or whatever. Yeah, like, Xard. But, like, this one, they're, like, like so tiny. Like, Xard and Blaze Blue. I, I honestly couldn't even yeah, find my character the... sometimes. Because I'm, like, I'm, like, which character is that? I can't see by the little tiny portrait which yeah, character like, that where is. Where's my character? Yeah. Um, that's the only really super negative thing, I guess, for the UI. Even though it's not that negative for me. I'm just, like, it's fine. It does what it needs to do. I do wish there was more like pizzazz on top of it, but not that big yeah. of a deal. And then voice acting is really good. Of course, the Japanese voice acting is gorgeous. I think a lot of them are returning from their previous games. I think almost all of them are returners. Mm-hmm. Like Kai still sounds like Kai. Isato still is still Dio. And all this other stuff. So that's really great. And then the English dub is relatively good, I think. It's mostly hit. There's some... Yeah, there's some misses. I think, like, I'm not in love with um, fake British Axel played by Octopimp, which is really cool because Octopimp is a Potemkin main. And he's, like, a really big... He was a very big Guilty Gear player a long time ago and still plays Guilty Gear a lot now. And it's cool that he's uh, he's voicing a character. It's just... There's points where, like, the fake British set me off super hard at the beginning. I'm like, oh my god, that sounds awful. And then the more I listen to him, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think the big hits are, like, Ramifal. I think Ramifal's English is great. I like her, yeah. She's pretty good. Hers is super great. Um, I think Zato's is great because it's just Matthew Mercer. Yeah, he's definitely one of the um, best. Kai's. Kai's is pretty good, I think, overall. Uh, Faust is the same as it was in Sign, which I thought was fine in Sign, so now it's still fine. Yeah, I, think, I think Faust is um, really, really good. Yeah, so those are great. Um, I got this another character that I thought of that I really liked. I think Nagaryuki is pretty alright in English, but I do prefer Japanese Nagaryuki. Um, I thought Chip was kind of uh, good. Other characters. Yeah, Chip is real. That was Chip's voice as well. And um, so oh, I think the best. That was one of the, the good ones. I think ones. the best is probably Eno. You know. Yeah, Eno's you know, is fantastic. The capture is the uh, just. Douchebag yeah. personality. Saying those lines and like actually like I don't know. It always impresses me when voice actors can have like such an absurd role and like really sell it. Yeah. Like Yeah, she sells the uh awful person super well. Um the only miss one of the only misses for me is Soul's yep. voice. That that I was gonna say two kids. This is the same voice. Yeah, this is this is the same voice that was in um, Sign, and I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. It's not awful; it just doesn't fit Soul. I think. No, there's another big, big miss that I think everyone hates. Uh, is it no. Anji? Heavenly Potemkin, Buster. Oh, Potemkin. <laughs> it's. I have not heard an English Potemkin actually. He is like he like. 
And here goes Heavenly Potemkin Buster. He's like, Heavenly Potemkin Buster. It's so like, oh, so it's, it's like, so uh, like lacks energy on the Buster. And it just like, how is that not an outtake? That feels so. So it's just cool. like the, the scorpion from the Mortal Kombat movie. It's like, get over here. Yeah, he just sort of, he, he sort of just messes up the last part. It has no impact on the like, you know, the Japanese voice is Basta. And then comparison, the English voice, like, eh. like it sounds okay normally, but just that one move. Yeah. Like, you know. It's missing the oomph, which it needs. It's like, that's the characters, the, the big grappler energy, yeah. and he, he blacks it in that one move. Yeah. It needs more, more Tager energy. Yeah, he does also just kind of sound like Tager, I'm pretty sure. You're just like, oh, it, it's Tager. It might. I mean, that's fine. It might be Tager's voice actor. It's not great, it's Let fine. Let me see. He posted, um, I think. Okay. I believe... In Guilty Gear. There we go. Okay, Potemkin's voiced by Armin Taylor. That might be him. Armin. Taylor. Okay, time to look at behind the voice actors so I can figure out who the hell you voice. Ten games, okay. Um... Oh. Oh, he hasn't played I think anybody. Tager, I think the voice actor for Tager actually is in the game, but um, they voice someone else. It's not him, yeah. He might be Leo, actually. Yeah, I think it might be Jameson Price. Because that is... Is it who I think it is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because it's Sojiro. I'm seeing Sojiro, so I'm pretty sure it's him. Okay. Leo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because he voices um Leo, Sojiro, Papaneer, and, like, Tager. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's neat. Voices are good. I, I wish they would have swapped. I wish they would have given him. Uh, I wish they would have given Jemison Price Potemkin, even though it would have just been Tager 2. Yeah. He would have been able to give the uh, Buster energy. It, it sounds... I mean, it already sounds sort of similar-ish with just the normal lines. But, uh... Yeah, so maybe they're, like, taking heavy inspiration from him. Yeah. That one's good. Like, oh, this is our other English dub, so we gotta do this. Yeah, I'm still excited that they're um playing an English dub in this game. Like, it's not incredible, but it's good. It, and I think that's just kind of the thing that uh, Arxis has had so far. Where, like, Green Blues is good. There's some misses in there, too, but, like, overall, it's fine. And it just gives people more options for uh, audio, which I'm happy for, because they used to not do that uh, a few yeah. years ago, when they were just like, yeah, just... Put in I like only. I like a lot of Grand Blue voices. Belial, Bubs, uh, and Yule are like the three that I can think of off the top of my head that are very good. Yeah, I think some characters just fit the voices. They're not incredible, but I'm like, oh yeah, that fits. Like, um, Grand's fits, I think. Yeah. Like, Hyde's voice actor just fits that style of character. Catalina's fits. 
as much as I don't like Lowane's character, I guess Lowane is pretty Yeah, good. that voice fits. Yeah, just fits with being the yeah, dude the bro. Yeah, surfer bro. Yeah. Surfer dude bro fits perfectly. Yeah, there's a lot of really great voice actors in there. I'm just happy that in general that Arxis is doing that again. Because I remember they stopped doing that around Revelator and Central Fiction. I think their reasoning was so they can get the game out faster. Because less localization, but like I don't even know that's true. Good thing that this game was slated to come out pretty early. Because you know if they tried to pump this out before Evo... And then, like, people came back with the feedback from the beta that they did before. They weren't delayed if, like, the release mm-hmm. they was supposed to be, like, right before Evo. There's no yeah, way that anyone... Sure. Like, that's the thing, like, when I talk about, like, other games that, like, uh... It's like, oh, if their game comes out right before Evo, you know it's not getting, like, any changes or any delays or anything. So it's nice that yeah, this game... has to come out for the big game. ...was supposed to come out so early so that we could get these delays and get these extra time to work on this stuff yeah get it actually worked on yeah which it desperately needed it back way back when and i'm like i'm happy with what we have right now like compared to the uh other versions of the game this game is this is amazing like as a game right now it's good but i definitely right now like preferring older guilty gears and even then that's also a positive thing about a video game is that that's fine. Yeah. Like, if I want to go play Plus R or Exard, I can go do that. There's going to be a solid solid fan base for both of them like they are right now. They're not going to stop playing those games. Mm-hmm. Like, Plus R is nine years old, and people are still playing it. I mean, granted, more so because of the update, but like... You can easily go on a Discord and be like, hey, who wants to get some games in of Guilty Gear and be able to do that? If I'd end up not liking Strive, cool, I still have other Guilty Gears I can play. It's not like Strive comes out and then Arxis releases an epic virus patch that removes Plus R and Exard's uh, multiplayer and you can only play Strive now. Like, there's options. Whenever people didn't like Tag, they went to CF. Go back to tag, please. <laughs> uh, that's the that's the cool thing. Just uh, tag's still alive. There's options, kinda. Yeah. Well, I'm not even saying that like it's dead. I'm just saying like whenever people are like, oh, I don't like this game that much, yeah. they just move back to see. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the thing with like you were saying with video games. You don't like a game, just just play the other one. Like, like yeah. people are complaining that a game isn't like the options. ones they like. Just play the one that you like. And that's the other thing, too, is that, like, overall, should you compare this game to the other games? Not as heavily as you should. I think... I think, like, it's fine to do some comparisons. Being like, I really liked how this character was designed in this game. I'm not super big how they're designed gameplay-wise in this game. That's fine. But I think, like, man, this game isn't exactly Exard 3. I'm now mad then... That's I think you. people are getting a little too, like, worked up on, like, oh, X is Guilty Gear, X isn't Guilty Gear, but I don't see it like that. I, I think that Guilty Gear is whatever the devs want it to be. That's why when we were talking yeah, about it, but- I tried to talk about, is this part of what the devs said that they were going to make? Like, 
like I, I tried to focus on like this doesn't feel like it's intentional. This feels like the devs didn't want yeah. this, but is still a problem because it's not what the devs want. Or I just tried to say that like this doesn't work within what's happening in the game. I, I tried to keep it yeah, within the doesn't game. Doesn't work within Strive. Not like other games. Yeah, that's what you should do with this one exactly because it's completely different. I, I think if it wanted to be Exarch Three, then comparing yeah. it hardcore to Rev Two is fine. Yeah. Or if it was just like the other, but like. Every Guilty Gear game yeah, is no. different. I like I, every single one. A new one comes out, and it's completely different from the previous yeah. one. Like X Guilty Gear is different from X. X is different from XX. XX is different from Action Core. Action Core is different from Sign. Sign is different from not different from Evolator, but like the Sign. Like and then like XX is different from Exard, and Exard is different from yeah. Scribe. I like I like a big thing is the. Is like people saying, "Oh, the Gatlings have been in since forever." That's Guilty Gear. By I, I wanted to talk about when I talked about Gatlings, what I liked and didn't like about how the Gatlings worked in this game. Not that oh, the Gatlings aren't like what they were in previous games. And another thing, like the last big point that I want to talk about is something else that was changed from other Guilty Gears that I think has at least gotten a lot more positive or at least neutral um, response. Uh, which is the RC system is nothing like older Guilty Gears, but at least people seem to be enjoying this, or like they seem to be much more receptive to it. There's a lot less negative feedback about the RC system because I I didn't get that much time to experiment with with it. I didn't use it too much, but it felt it felt good. Like I wasn't a huge fan of YRCs, which I know that's like the like the essence of what like the Rev series was, was a lot of YRCs, but uh, in this game, it's 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 kind of different, but, but I, I actually like the uh, new RC system. Yeah, I think it's nice. Um, I appreciate that it's just a, it's 50 meter across the board, and it's just contact sensitive. Mm -hmm. Are you blocking? Then you're going to get a defensive Roman cancel, where things are going to slow down for you to maybe like get an opening or get away. Are you in neutral? Then you're going to be able to, like, move a little bit further. Are you attacking? Then you're, it's going to be relatively like previous Roman cancels. That, well, I mean, yeah, the defending pushes the opponent back. So you actually, I'm not sure if it's even or what, but it, like, I know you get, like, some sort of uh, state of, I can now fight back. And then, like, attacking, like, launches the opponent. Like, even on moves that don't launch, which is nice, because, like, pretty much anything can become a combo starter. And then, um... But I do think the one, like, not complaint, but, like, pet, like, thing that I struggled with with it was, was, uh, the attack RC kind of has a small window. <laughs> there's There's been a few yeah. times where it's, like, I land a move and then try an RC it, and then it gets me neutral RC, and I'm like, well, I guess I just kind of wasted 50 meter, I don't get anything. But, other than that, like, Having like a RCs that it's like, oh, there's an RC for every situation and they're sort of more universal. Um, I know it was done for the sake of simplifying, or at least that's what people say it is for, but I really felt that it um, just made the game overall like have a good flow because there's, um, there's uses for all three of them and it really made you value your meter more, which... Uh, apparently meter was buff, which is nice because meter felt really good and yeah. like 
the RCs felt both valuable, um, but also like usable. Yeah, but it's not just like, oh, my character doesn't really like in previous Guilty Gears. You probably want to use RC at certain characters, maybe depending on their moves. But in this one, it's like, yeah, use RC. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. With, with Ram, I didn't use RC as much because the laser super, like, dude, people really don't know how to deal with their laser super. Also, yeah. reversal super. It's like the, the, the fact that they added defensive RC means do you reversal super? Or do you defensive RC? Because if you defensive RC yeah. and like they actually bait it, then you just get neutral RC and then you're like you're still fine. So it's a much safer option than Vessel Super. But also, if you if they press a button and you reverse and like you do the reversal um, RC, like uh, then I mean, it's just going to push them off you. Like, yeah, you can do it and it pushes them off you, but you don't get like, you know. Uh, Ramathol's Vessel Super, where it just does half your opponent's health. So it's a much less reward. Yeah. So it's like Mita felt very... I felt Mita was in a very good place in the beta. Yeah, you can definitely like use them a lot more than just one specific thing or one specific way. It's like, here's meter, here's all these options you can do with it. It's not like, um, I guess, Grand Blue, where it's like, you have Super. Yeah. And this one, it's like, you have a Super, you have Supers, you have Roman Canceling, um, and your Roman canceling works three different ways and they all work very differently and it's context sensitive. And so now I just have to pick when do you want to use your meter and how. But yeah, I think that is all. We can probably if it do you have anything else to say? Um no, I think that's about it. Just uh yeah, I, I, think I that's felt it for the me. overall my overall impression of it was as much as I complained at the start, I felt that it was still like a good game. Um, still waiting on like a character I really love or like really like care about enough that I want to put like a ton of time in, but I might still just get the game just cause, oh, there'll probably be one in the DLC and the game just has a good solid base. I think just maybe a few extra bits yeah, of polish, but yeah, some polish, some like small changes. Cause I don't think they're going to do any bigger ones. And that's fine. I still think it's good. I just don't like it as much as the other previous Guilty Gears, but that also because I don't have enough time with this game. I've had, like, yeah. maybe six hours I mean, total. to be fair, I didn't so hopefully... care too much for the previous Guilty Gears, so I think this one honestly might yeah, be that's fair. one of my favorites. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah. But yeah, that was this episode where we talked a lot longer than <laughs> I thought we did. Anyway, we talked about Guilty Gear. And, uh, yeah, Strive. That's coming out in a month. We're probably going to do like another episode on it. Even though this is our third Strife episode, this is going to that's going to be on the game proper and that's probably going to be closer to the end of the month I want to do so we have actual time with the game. But yeah, that's it for right now. Um I was joined by Brandon. See you next time. And then me, Garrett, we're um where we're going to talk about stuff next time. I don't know what, but it's going to be interesting for sure.
find the way Wise men lose track Of the single path No one knows tomorrow 